0: I feel like I've had issues with my digestion over the last years that I just, I've sort of overlooked. Mm-hmm. And in my path to finding more balanced health, this has been an area I've been paying attention to. And it's changed recently. It's not just probiotics. Now you have all these new products talking about the importance of pre probiotics. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Do I need to be taking this? <laughs> what like are are the other probiotics bad? Is is this like a crucial element that all the new modern science is telling me I should do?" I mean, I'm not going to I I'm swayed by marketing just like yeah. everybody else. But um I I thought this was a topic we needed to explore because If I'm kind of curious about it, I feel like there's probably a lot of people that are seeing this Mm -hmm. and are going to be asking questions. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for checking out this week's episode of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. Welcome back to those who are regular listeners and greetings to those who are new. Each week we dive into a different topic and we share kind of an armchair expert perspective combined with a bit of professional background since Nick is a he is a professional personal coach, personal trainer. Well, I mean, like there's like amateur personal coaches and like mm-hmm. trainers, right. but you sure. are certified,
1: certified. Yep,
0: many many times over. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am also a certified health coach, and I also have been a amateur just fitness mm-hmm. nerd. Yeah, fitness and health nerd. I think.
1: I think we're both that. Yeah, I for think sure. we're both that. Mm-hmm.
0: Plus, you have a wonderful scientific background, since yes. you actually have a master's in science, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, and uh, and more of a in the earth science fields. But yes, yes, I am uh, uh, have gone through the academic process of uh, learning about the scientific method.
0: Yes, so all of that combines to bring you the Addicted to Fitness podcast, which is really us just diving into those topics and bringing our personal experience, professional knowledge, and interests, um, breaking things down for you. Mm. So we also like to try lots of things, whether it be fitness, uh, training techniques, products, uh, recovery methods. I mean, we've really covered a lot in the years we've been doing this podcast. This year, uh, or not this, this podcast specifically, we're talking about a topic we've touched on a number of times, but we wanted to dive into a little bit more because we've seen it popping up more and more and we know that this is going to be on some of your minds, which is prebiotic, probiotic supplements. We wanted to talk about probiotics, which we have actually. We have some other Mm -hmm. episodes if you're interested in checking those out. We've dove in for you and kind of broken apart the basics of probiotics why you should take them, what you should look for. But lately we've started to see a lot more combined supplements that have prebiotics and probiotics together Mm. in a pair. So we wanted to explore that. We wanted to find out, is this something that is worthwhile? Is it more of just a marketing ploy? Or is this really something that we should be considering you know, maybe even kind of reinvesting or re-examining our probiotic supplements, which yeah. both you and I have taken over the years. You, I think, pretty consistently; me, mm-hmm. really semi consistently. Um, and decide whether this is something we want to go for. So I agree. let's uh, let's get into a little bit of our favorite sort of kickoff segment to warm things up and. Give you guys an update on our training, training recaps, and then we're gonna dive into the subject for you today.
1: Man, Uh, so for my training this week, I was able to. um, The week started off a little tough. I think we uh, uh, we all had a a, not a great sleep start to the week. I know I didn't. Yeah. Um, So I I was struggling. On Monday, But I did do lifting. I did lift. I don't know if it was well advised to lift, but I did do it somewhat safely.
0: It happened, but, but it may tell, not have been great.
1: I could tell that it definitely was effective because my butt cheeks were feeling it the next couple of days because I did a leg lift. I went to jujitsu again twice this week. Um, I was just complaining to you. My neck's a little <laughs> stiff. Uh, but all in all, no real issues. I did get some good uh, uh, probably gi burns, kind of a little like... Uh, almost like scratches with uh, because of the gi. The gi is like you know the the uniform you wear for
0: this yeah. type of jujitsu. It's they a do pretty, gi- it's a pretty thick material. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I would say very unforgiving in terms of its texture. Yeah. It's not silky smooth.
1: Yeah. No, it's very, uh, I'd say it's, it's a little, probably about a, a little smoother than burlap.
0: Yeah, it's stiff, too. <laughs>
1: yeah. So if it gets raked across your face, you uh, especially with me, my skin's so delicate. You're you know?
0: such a delicate flower. I know,
1: that, uh, that I had a couple all marks. All that
0: moisturizing. I know,
1: exactly. <laughs> uh, see, I told you, there was a penalty for all that moisturizing. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I had some uh, some noticeable marks on my face. I'm actually going to post that so you guys could see that probably on our stories this week. I'll repost it from my page to the ATF podcast. Um, so that you know, peloton lifting, and then um, I did go to uh, the stretch lab, which is a new place where assisted stretching place. Um, yeah, it's, uh, something I would think, uh, eh, maybe I save this for my, uh, part, uh, maybe our, a later portion of the podcast that we talk about stuff. Yep. Uh, but I'm going to talk about it now, uh, cause it is a part of the recovery that I definitely need every week, especially with jujitsu being in. So it might be a new, it might be my new active stretching and recovery location that I usually, uh, go to, um, at least once or twice a week. So or once or every other week, One so
0: very cool yeah you were telling me about it yep you're trying to sell me in Mm -hmm. i'm still debating whether or not to get something that offers me a wider variety of services Mm -hmm. but it definitely sounds good i mean i ain't mad at a twice monthly massage that's not bad
1: yeah so how about you how was your uh training this week
0: I did a smattering of sort of all of my usuals. I did spinning. I did yoga. Actually, something that I haven't done in a while, I'd mm-hmm. say probably like a month or two, I did just a straight out hit workout. Wow, nice. Um, Which I just, I don't even know why I haven't done it, but oh, I could feel it in the days that followed. And, I mean, going back, we've always talked about our love of hit workouts. Uh-huh. They're, you know, anywhere from 10 minutes to 20 minutes usually in our schedules. But those suckers just really make you work. And they last. You know, it's kind of like doing in a, I think, like, my comparison is – you can do like some lifting or you can do HIT workout mm-hmm. and I get very similar uh, soreness results <laughs> from both because your HIIT workouts, especially if you're doing kind of like plyometrics, you are using weight, you're using your body weight. I mean, I did some push-ups and those kinds of activities. Mm-hmm. I could feel that tightness, like across the back of my shoulders and my upper back, for like the like two, three days later. And I was like, "Wow, I my arms are actually decently strong from doing yoga, but a push-up, just doing repeated push-ups, was something I haven't done in a while, mm-hmm. yeah. and it, it felt good. It was it was nice to be sore." So, you know, just kind of excited about throwing in an oldie but goodie, yeah, and realizing maybe I should do that a bit more. I
1: agree, and maybe we'll talk about in that said later part of the podcast about something you can add in, yeah, because we are getting closer to that point. So, um, <laughs> now that that's done, before we jump into the uh, to probiotics prebiotics discussion. Um, I wanted to mention that if you guys are looking for a workout plan or somebody to write you a workout plan, you guys can contact us at the ATF podcast uh, through Instagram or the ATF podcast at gmail.com because um, I can build you a workout plan via the Tampa Strength app. All you got to do is contact us, let me know what your fitness goals are, Um, let me know and I'll probably contact you back, get you some more information about your equipment access, pre-existing conditions, any uh, pro or your likes and dislikes and then I can build you a a workout program through the app and complete with exercise videos of all the exercise and prescribed number of reps and sets and I I get notifications every time you do a workout so I can check in on you. To know to see how you like to work out, or if I don't see any notifications, checking on when you why you're not doing your workout. So, if you guys need a little another level of of accountability, but maybe can't afford a in-person personal trainer, contact us and we'll get you that workout plan. Yeah. So on to prebiotics, probiotics. What did you find, and what spawned? Like you said, I know you introed it, but We've, I think, been on the probiotics tip for a long time, but I think we're seeing a lot of information now that maybe this prebiotics thing is a missing component.
0: Yeah, well, we have continually come across the whole discussion around your microbiome mm-hmm. and your, your gut flora being a really crucial part of your digestive microbiome, right? Mm-hmm. That, I mean, the studies on that are still just, I mean, very interesting, new things coming out regularly. It's, I would say it's like a a more, it's a newer area of science, I feel like. Oh, the, yeah, the gut biome? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what they're finding out is just how crucial that bacteria that lives in your gut is. I mean, like, we're not... Talking about like your stomach, this is really more about like your intestines and where the bulk of your digestion comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, but it supports your entire body. It is not just breaking down your food, it's supporting your immune system, it's regulating your hormones in ways, you know, supporting those systems that regulate hormones. It's impacting your sleep, all of these different things and areas of life that, I mean, let's be honest, there's a lot of issues. I mean, sleep, digestion, um, immune strength, those yeah. are very common problems nowadays. Yeah. So we are always on the lookout for, I think, anything that really addresses that microbiome. I feel like for me, I've not been consistent in taking a probiotic over the years. I've taken them more kind of like if I had to take antibiotics because unfortunately antibiotics throw your your system off. Yeah. You know, for years. I mean, they're
1: in the name. One's probiotic, one's yeah. antibiotic.
0: And it's and it's not just like, oh, it just hurts you while you're taking it. No, no. It destroys your microbiome right. and it changes your stomach. For years. Yeah, it's years. Like, you know, It's
1: like chemotherapy. You know, it made, just kills everything. It's supposed to kill the bad cells, yeah. but sadly the it has collateral damage for good cells too, yes.
0: And the other thing is that diets nowadays, which are mm-hmm. very heavy in processed foods, pesticides, and sugar, are kind of exacerbating the the good bacteria, bad bacteria balance skew. So there's so many reasons that that your microbiome can be off. I feel like I've had issues with my digestion over the last years that I just, I've sort of overlooked. Mm -hmm. And in my path to finding more balanced health this has been an area i've been paying attention to and it's changed recently it's not just probiotics now you have all these new products talking about the importance of prebiotics and i was like do i need to be taking this (laughs) what like are are the other probiotics bad is is this like a crucial element that all the new modern science is telling me i should do i mean I'm not going to – I'm swayed by marketing just like yeah. everybody else, but um, I I thought this was a topic we needed to explore because if I'm kind of curious about it, I feel like there's probably a lot of people that are seeing this mm-hmm. and are going to be asking questions. Now, obviously, you can always talk to your doctor. They're going to be your ultimate guides. Yeah and should be part of your decision-making process if you have any questions on what supplements you should be taking probiotics are still a supplement they are not controlled by the same people that control like drugs and things so you do need to make some intelligent decisions you do need to use some judgment on getting quality supplements but all that being said, let's talk about what's the difference between prebiotics and probiotics.
1: Yeah. I think we found a great, uh, I think we both found the,
0: yeah, the we both, same site. We both love to, the same article. When we said we were going to talk about this
1: topic, we were like, all right, let's go do our research. And we both found one of the same sites on Healthline.com, which is one of our favorite um, Love and basically it. it, uh, probiotics and prebiotics. What's the difference? So, um, prebiotics is they're, uh, they are live, excuse me, probiotics are live bacteria found in certain foods or supplements that can provide numerous health benefits, kind of like Shannon just outlined that, uh, this certain gut bacteria or this certain bacteria the good one that lives in your gut can affect digestion and even the nervous system, or even the, your emotions, like your, your endocrine system, um, and of course, you know your your immune system. Uh, and then prebiotics are substances substances that come from certain types of carbs, mostly fibers that humans can't digest, but the bacteria, uh, the beneficial bacteria, actually eat. The yeah, pre-biotics. it's the food essentially. Yeah, is prebiotics is the food for the, the probiotics.
0: Good bacteria need that that food supply mm-hmm. because it's what's going to support them.
1: So I think, uh, kind of, we just alluded to that it's food. I think both of these, when we're looking through this article, is something, and you just, you know, I know you mentioned it, you touched on it a second ago, um, is something that you could get from your diet. Yeah. But like you said, I mean, I think that is, you know, I I follow a couple different people, you know, through social media. Um, this one, and I think I mesh on the podcast called the Unbiased Podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, they present a lot of great information, and they 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 present data. They don't present feelings or anything like that. So they and they've posted stuff about how you know. Probiotics right now there's there is limited research about the benefits of probiotics, you know, and as you already mentioned, there's no regulation across, uh, on probiotics, so the quality of the 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 actual bacteria that's in some of these products is you know spotty at best. Because it's not regulated and it's not even some, you know, unless it's independent tested, independently tested, you don't know how much you're getting, you know, and maybe when they put it in the capsule, it's at one level, but through, you know, they, I've seen in multiple articles through supply chain issues, whether as long as it takes to get to the store, if it's exposed to heat, if it's exposed Mm -hmm. to light, the amount of bacteria goes down. So it's a very hard thing to uh, kind of uh, just get a special or a, spe- a specific amount of dosage and everything like that. So, yes, I think, as you said, and after we alluded to, getting this through your diet is probably the best best, best way to get probiotics yeah. and prebiotics. But, unfortunately, nowadays our diet is not the best.
0: Yeah, and if you already have an imbalance in your body, you know, there's, there's... All that much more difficulty of just, you know, if you don't know what caused that imbalance, um, there is always like that concern as well. But I think a lot of people are familiar with the probiotic foods. It's like your fermented foods, it's your yogurt, it's your kefir, mm-hmm. um, things like that, that I think probably are staples in a number of people's diets. But, yeah. Again, it goes to the quality of the strain too. You know, if you're eating a sugar-loaded yogurt, you're taking probiotics, but then you're giving your body a whole lot of food that's going to support the bad bacteria in your gut as well.
1: Exactly, And I think they just alluded to this in this article, and I don't know if I was going to cut you off, but they actually say that bad bacteria colonizes much more quickly than the good bacteria. Yeah. So, and it, it... and like, just as you alluded to, um, you know, you might want to, you know, yogurt has bacteria in it, most of them. But, uh, if it's full with sugar, then you're kind of just, you're defeating, you're minimizing any gains you're getting from that. And honestly, you guys have to, this was one thing I remember when we looked into, we did probably up an episode all about fermented foods. Not all back, not only yogurt has. Bacteria in it. It right. has to have a thing that says live bacteria in the yeah. yogurt on the backside. So I think more of those, probably sweeter ones that are you know they've got the the, the cookies they on top. Like Twenty six
0: grams of sugar yeah. in a tiny little container.
1: I doubt those really have any real oh uh, bacteria in it. But like as you said, for those who don't know about the probiotics food, like you said, some kimchi, uh, yogurt, um, sauerkraut. Yep. That's a good one. Um, a couple other uh, kombucha, I think you said that uh, kefir. Tea. You said kefir is a really good one. Yep, and then they said uh, certain types of pickles and other pickled vegetables. So mm-hmm. I mean, you love. make you make the pickled onions; those are I phenomenal. Them.
0: I know. I just need um, to let them sit longer.
1: Mm-hmm. So, but that leads us to the kind of discussion. People know about the probiotic foods, but do we know about the prebiotic foods? Right the food for the probiotics. Right. So that's uh, another thing I think. I think people are lacking that kind of information. Um, there's actually part of your diet that can provide the prebiotics, the food for the probiotics, uh, includes uh, kind of like what you mentioned food high in fiber. Um, so uh, basically vegetables, fruits and vegetables, um, and some specific legumes. examples of bo- yeah, legumes, Beans, um, high uh, whole grains. Uh, so the Healthline.com article says you know oats, bananas, berries, fruits, um, asparagus, dandelion greens, which I don't know if I've partaken too much in those. Garlic, leeks, I don't really and onions.
0: dandelions down here.
1: Yeah, garlic, leeks, and onions, which are all fra- f- part of the Al-
0: allium. Allium? Yeah, allium, Allium family
1: category class i don't know. But group <laughs> those that, those in themselves have a lot of awesome properties as far as yeah. like antifungal antibacterial um but another one that i saw in a couple different articles jerusalem artichokes
0: not to be confused with regular artichokes
1: yeah i have don't know if i've ever had a jerusalem artichoke have i
0: um i feel like have you ever had one i have but it's been it's been a long time i've not had one recently and it was it was like out somewhere i had this it's oh yeah so i got it in like um i got it from a market you're used to seeing artichokes with all the leaves on it right you peel the leaves down oh, yes. all that yep. those what we think of artichokes Jerusalem artichokes look like a root.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: So they they are not green leafy. Oh, the sunchoke things. Is that the same thing? Is a sunchoke a Jerusalem artichoke? Um, I don't know if it's the we had sunchokes
1: in a dinner one time,
0: but oh yes, okay. So also called sunchokes. Oh, wild okay. sunflower, um, or earth apple. It's a species of sunflower native to S- Central North America, so it's it's a tuber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, you would not look at these things and go, mm, "That looks good." Mm-hmm. You look at it and be like, "I'm supposed to eat that?" But they are good.
1: They are they are. I they are are We've had them prepared really well. They were good.
0: Yeah, so we recently had sunchoke,s and I, like I said, I got them like packaged in something once. Uh, they were very good. So that's something else, but it again, like going, it's a. I mean, it's it's actually apparently a sunflower, <laughs> and it is a root. Mm-hmm. So high fiber.
1: So yeah, so the combination of to in order to get the bac- good bacteria and in order to feed the good bacteria, you need the combination of prebiotic. And a probiotic, whether it's from a food source or a supplement source, mm-hmm. um, and it's interesting. They are mentioned here, and I saw, in, in I think in an article from the Cleveland Clinic about how there's, I guess it's, how do they describe it, symbiotic. Oh, symbiotic food, yes. which it has both, mm-hmm. and that they, they in here they include a cheese, kefir, 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 excuse me, kefir. and sauerkraut. They actually have both prebiotic and probiotic. So, you get the best of both worlds if you put those sauerkrauts on uh, your food, which I feel, I've always felt like we should do more of. And they have some good sauerkraut out there too.
0: I know. I've tried sauerkraut several times, and very few really get me very excited.
1: All right. So, um, like you said, can with the, our current diet, can we? Um, can we get the good bacteria we need in our gut? I think with most the standard American diet, uh, you know, the sad diet, as we like to call it, it's it, which is mm-hmm. reality. Um, it's I feel like it's very challenging for the large majority of people to do things like eat sauerkraut or it doesn't seem challenging, but it's I think for most people, if you ask them to hey um, put down that you know whatever food they're eating and add sauerkraut
0: mm. and
1: th- someone would tell us to you know go take a hike yeah or, to put it nicely
0: yeah i mean a lot of these a lot of these foods are a completely different um like taste category that mm-hmm. people don't necessarily like they're going to be more astringent they're going to be um more bitter i mean those are things in our culture i feel like Are not as appreciated, right?
1: So yeah, so and like I know we've been talking about this, and we've talked about probiotics before, but and I think you mentioned we we've both been on the supplements for a while, but now the the idea of supplementing probiotics and prebiotics,
0: yeah. So
1: they like I said, it's varying information, but and there's some that are better than others, but now I think they're getting into the category of. Uh, there are supplements that have both. Yes. Correct?
0: Yeah. So they're they're made to be, um, like the full gut health product. Mm-hmm. They say, um, and they include both prebiotics and probiotics. Some even include something that they call postbiotics. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So the the key with this from kind of what I've been reading reading about the different products out there um is to really think about like one of the problems with probiotics in general is that a lot of probiotics you'll take don't even get past your stomach because yeah. your stomach acid breaks them down um so if you are looking like to restore gut health, you've mm-hmm. got imbalances in place. And you're not just kind of taking this just to support ongoing health. You're going to need something that can make it through your stomach. Right. So you're talking like an encapsulated situation mm-hmm. probably. And that there's now like, you know, they're they're combining things in these capsules. In order to make sure that they can make it through, um, making sure that they're the, they're stored in a proper way so that it's not being diluted by sunlight or whatever. Um, that's what all these products are kind of saying, you know? Right. They're like, we've figured it out. The really good ones are are addressing these kinds of issues and saying like, we're going to get it down into into your digestive system, like past your stomach. Get it down into your gut so that these can deliver those those good things for you. Mm. Wow. Which is encouraging.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because I was actually, I remember a few years ago um, listening to somebody who we mentioned last week on the podcast, Dr. Rhonda Patrick. She talked about a specific um, type of type of uh probiotic that had you know basically several billion like i mean i think it was over 100 billion actually i just found it for the first time i was looking back in my order history on amazon i couldn't find it now i just found it so it is vsl number three um vizio i think it's what is it from VisBiome, High Potency mm-hmm. Probiotics for a Healthy Gut. Um, and I remember them, um, they actually shipped it in an ice pack, like in a closed yeah. box, in a cool pack. And I was just looking at some of their other products on here, and they actually have a little, um, almost like a little thing on the box or on the bottle that if you get it, and um basically the the temperature of the container is yeah. too high this little there will be like a little red indicator mark on the bottle and you contact them and they ship you a new bottle so like you said i think companies are taking steps certain companies are taking steps to make sure the product that they ship out is what they've tested in their lab it mm-hmm. has what they guarantee yeah. um and like mm-hmm. i know we mentioned this before that uh you know there are certain Companies that I know for sure for like omega-3 fatty acid supplements, they test certain products to see about the purity, to see if it actually has the dosage that, uh, is contained in, um, you know, the bottle. Um, and I think, I believe I remember her mentioning in the last interview I heard her do that they're actually trying to get the same type of, um, you know, independent um certification body to test probiotics too Mm -hmm. to get the legitimate to see if what the companies are advertising is legitimate i don't know how how far ahead they are with that but uh, i think that's the that's the key because i mean yes you you don't want to succumb to marketing right yes everybody i think i think there is some truth to what people are marketing or companies are marketing Yes, I think our amount of good bacteria in our gut are probably is probably on average going down over the last several decades due to poor diet um due to you know i would say probably even. Um, antibacterial scrubs, soaps, different bat like cleaning products, things like that. Um, not only like we talked about the antibiotics, you know, the medication, I mean the 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 different type of cleansing products where we're eliminating all bacteria from our skin. Um, is also, yeah. you know, minimizing the good bacteria that can, now I know lives on our skin, but in the same idea, the good bacteria that can get into our body. Um, you know, obviously it's a little different application with the, what we're doing to our food, but even diversity in food, uh, helps promote gut Absolutely. bacteria. You know, people are eating the same six vegetables. I remember we talked about that. I can't remember. I haven't seen it recently, but I mean, it's a ridiculous, small number of the different type of vegetable fruits and vegetables that the average American eats on a yearly basis opposed to someone who lives in a different country. Mm-hmm. So all those things play into really, you know, and obviously Shannon said in the beginning, definitely consult a doctor, um, your doctor first to see if you need to spend money on probiotic. But the the it seems to be the the trend in if we were just going to you know generalize is that the diet the human diet or the american standard american diet is minimizing the 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 growth of good bacteria in your body
0: yes yeah and and more serious problems like leaky gut yeah that's something that i saw a lot in these sort of symbiotic type um, supplements mm-hmm. is that a lot of them are specifically targeted at leaky gut healing. Mm-hmm. And that is, leaky gut is a kind of, uh, it's a common issue for people with uh, gluten sensitivities. Mm-hmm. And it is essentially like the walls of your, your stomach are are permeated permeable yeah i can't yeah. I speak I don't my eat. words yeah but it's you're not absorbing nutrients you're not able to digest your food properly it's it's as bad as it sounds like mm. so i think that a lot of these are being are being targeted more to people who have realized I have a problem. Not so much as like, oh yeah, I should probably take something, but I don't really know. These is like these are more serious full package right. yeah, like, like gut health solutions right. it's right. what it seems. Leaky
1: gut, irritable bubble irritable
0: bowel syndrome
1: <laughs> um some other ones i know that's what they were talking about uh for this uh visio biome
0: bio a lot of cfus yeah
1: it. i mean like you said it's crazy high. 112.5 billion cfus that's of live bacteria lot. um the one i took several years ago was this one oh yeah um and what does it say? It says also 112.5 billion CFUs. I will say, and I don't, and I have no proof that this helped, but during that time, um, the reason I went to this is because I was having severe digestive issues, mainly with bloating and with you know, sorry for TMI, but gas. Um, to, to just put it, you know, put it all out there. Um, so I needed something. So I took both digestive enzymes and this probiotic and i mean i really you know and i've always fine tuned my diet over the years but i think i really got into a good habit of lots of fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. um you know trying to minimize uh high sugar in my diet um you know my i was getting most of my carbs from fruits and vegetables um you know sometimes grains and things like that too but you know it's uh i supplemented with digestive enzymes and this this probiotic supplement, and I think a combination of everything, yeah. the diet and the supplement, did help me because I haven't had the issues that I had back then. Nowhere near. I, I really haven't had them in the last several years. Yeah. So, like I mean, said yes, that was right when Ella was being born and started the business. So I, my stress level was high, but I mean, I made it through two thousand twenty without those symptoms. So if we're talking about stress, that yeah. I think that could be uh, taken out of the equation because there was just as much stress at that time as in 2020. So, yeah, um, so I do think that helped me, but I think it was a combination of things. Um, so I think if you're going to, I don't think you should solely put all your eggs into the probiotic or prebiotic basket. Um, yeah. I think, like we said, talk to the doctor first. I mean... You, got, you may be a candidate for the old fecal testing.
0: I so know. I think that's one of the main ways that. they
1: find out yeah. about your gut bacteria yep. is the fecal testing. So that's something we haven't explored in depth <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> We've talked about We haven't explored
0: that. I know. It's, it's probably going to have to happen at some point, though. Mm-hmm. So. But, um, yeah, so I think, like, all in all, probiotics, Good. You know, still loads of studies coming out about mm-hmm. specific benefits, but the studies continue to say that there's there's positive things that this does to support that gut health. Yeah. And it's also very, like, common knowledge now that our guts have been kind of obliterated by overuse of antibiotics and poor diets and stress, Mm -hmm. not sleeping enough, all these things. So the chances are if you are having kind of regular gastric distress, it's one of my favorite (laughs) terms. Um, If you have recently had to take antibiotics for something, um, you're likely going to need to do some heavy-duty repairs if not outright replace and build back up your gut microbiome. So how you do that, I think what we've kind of learned from our research is that these new products are, they're like all in, you know, they're, they've gone ahead and taken a portion that ideally you should be getting from your diet, which is the prebiotics, but if you're not... If you're still eating things that just, you know, are not within the category of prebiotic-type foods um, and you can't adjust your diet, getting a prebiotic and a probiotic in the same supplement could actually be very beneficial to you. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm just going to throw it out there, probably cut back sugar. Just, just saying. Um, but yeah, the bad if you're someone, though, that really can easily adjust your diet to have those foods that are just naturally uh, strong, make these these things accessible for you, uh-huh. then go ahead and add them that way and see if you can make that shift um, and focus on, like, a really heavy-duty probiotic like this. You know, like some of the ones Nick's read off yeah. that have... A hundred and thirteen or whatever, like billion. three figures, billion. Yeah. Like a lot of the ones that There's I one saw four hundred
1: and fifty billion.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> so a lot of the ones I saw are like double digit billions. Or, you know, yeah. the most common ones. Well, like
1: I said, and and these these things um are prescribed. I mean, they say it says medical food for people with like IBS. Yeah. ulcers, other real digestive issues. So yeah. like, yes, I probably took it off, you know, probably off label, if you will, mm-hmm. you know, but I was having something that felt, I mean, I don't know if I, yeah. was I not, not diagnosed with IBS, but I felt like I had it. Yeah. But anywho, um, like Shannon said, it's, uh, these are very potent. And one thing I think we should say with most supplements, you get what you pay for. Yeah, absolutely. You, you buy a cheap one, the chance of it actually having any of the active supplement or active ingredient, or making
0: for, it to your colon where yeah. it
1: actually needs to get, right? It's is very slim to none. So yeah, I think you definitely get your paid for when you get when you get into probiotics. So
0: like if you see something that's like under twenty bucks, don't don't expect a lot. That's right. I'm just saying. Well,
1: I think that's some great advice A great. Uh, Kind of uh, real, touching on a lot of different subjects this in the prebiotic and probiotic, and I'm happy, darn right, excited about that Dare we say, pumped? I think I would be say. I think I would say I'm
0: pumped. Well, then why don't we talk about other things that have got us pumped? And uh, we will do that
1: <laughs> currently
0: now. <laughs> okay, in this section. This is a very right slow transition. What's this is always pumped. the comical transition portion where we don't know how hard we're going to go on that.
1: So this is what's got us pumped section, guys. Um, we usually do this like uh, things during the week that's got us pumped up and we want to share with you guys. Not only, like I said, obviously we just talked about prebi- prebiotics, probiotics, but something a little bit, a little little s- snapshot of uh, something that's got us pumped this week. Go for it. Alright, I'm gonna go with we got weight equipment here at the house. I know we are alluding to it, alluding to it in a couple uh previous episodes, but we were basically looking for a barbell, a landmine attachment, and some plates because we wanted to do, to do some more heavy, heavy lifting. Heavy lift. Yep, yeah, because I mean we have a fifty pound kettlebell and a couple other smaller kettlebells, but we don't have anything substantial. So I went to the one the the one my sole use of Facebook nowadays is to buy stuff, yeah just the marketplace, so went to Facebook, connected with somebody that had a six foot barbell. I was looking for six foot just for storage issues um and of course found him, met up with him today, even though he was two hours late um <laughs> but it was worth it because had a ton of stuff, got the barbell, and of course, I went into the storage unit that he was had all his gear at. And he had bumper plates there, too. Because at first, I asked him about bumper plates. He said he didn't have any, but I think he gets stuff on a regular basis. So, boom, right there in the middle, he had them and sold them to me for a really good deal. See. You know, So, basically, a dollar a pound. Um, maybe Well, the bumper plates were a little bit more for the dollar a pound, but that's a super good deal. I mean, they're, you're looking at sometimes it's $3 a pound for the bumper plates. Mm. So, um, we got them. So, we got a uh, six-foot barbell. We got our landmine attachment. I bought that new from Amazon. Uh, but and then we got two forty-five pound bumper plates and two twenty-five pound bumper plates. Sweet. So we are we are loaded for bear now. Um, now we just need something to store it all in. That's the next <laughs> That's step. Your new pet peeve. So yeah, I will be super pumped when I get that. But I'm already uh pretty pumped.
0: Yeah. What I'm about super you? Super
1: excited too for that actually. Good. Yeah. So that want to make sure that you get some usage out of that too.
0: Yeah. So. My What's Got Me Pumped is actually right in line with today's topic because I decided to go ahead and trial one of these products. I said I haven't really been using probiotics for a while. I have some pretty like solid digestive issues. So I said, all right, going all in on this and getting something that's going to be the full picture sounded great was really happy that my multivitamin provider Ritual actually just launched their new Symbiotic Plus mm. supplement which contains a prebiotic, a probiotic and a postbiotic. Mm, so they're very much I mean they've got all the breakdown on their product. There's only 11 billion CFUs in this product which is nothing compared to the ones that you were just talking about. Um, but I did really appreciate that there was a lot of other kind of key components. They have it encapsulated in um, something that is resistant to stomach acid. So it will make it through that kind of first hurdle. And it's meant to break down in your colon, like the actual Mm -hmm. probiotics are meant to get all the way to your colon. And there is also that postbiotic they talked about is really meant to fuel um, for the gut lining and supports gut barrier function. So again, going back to that leaky gut kind of issue, I mean, I think this was just an extra kind of additional Item that I really appreciated i I liked the studies they had some third party studies done and it was it was something I was able to just add on to my current subscription uh-huh. and you know it's it's more than I think it's obviously more than a like a vitamin a multivitamin, right. but it's pretty comparable to the others on the market so I was I was pretty happy with that. So it's been, I've been taking this now for about a week and I'm excited to to see where this goes. It's definitely something I am looking forward to hopefully finding the benefits in the near future. They said it takes about two to four weeks to really start seeing some changes.
1: Yeah. I mean, I remember not the Keep going back to that, but I remember when I got that high potency stuff, they recommended you take more, like the standard dose. I think were two capsules. They recommended for the first two weeks, three capsules. Essentially, Mm -hmm. kind of get it get the ball rolling, you know, almost a mega dose kind of thing. Yeah, I think I don't know if that's what they were recommending, but like you said, probably take some time for you to
0: build up that those
1: bacteria colonies. One a day. Mm-hmm. all right so there you go guys another great episode another chalk filled with information hopefully yes. it was, some of it was helpful for to you all out there if it was please let us know by leaving a radiant review in apple podcast or your preferred podcast app don't forget share the podcast Contact us if you're in need of anything, like a workout plan or maybe a health coaching session with Shannon. we got both of those things we can provide, and then you can also let us know about a future topic you want us to explore on the podcast. Yes. Got anything else for him? Nope. This has been another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at TheATFPodcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.